everything goes as planned, we're going to have a lot more paths to ride that bicycle. Emma Clues is Vice President of Communication Outreach for Great Rivers Greenway. And the big idea of the Brickline Greenway will add how many extra miles of paths? 10, 10 to 20, connecting up to 17 different neighborhoods in the city of St. Louis. Which is just so exciting. And I, I got to wonder, I mean, is this unlike anything else in the country? I mean, it does feel like it is a pretty bold plan, or is this just kind of par for the course for big cities? It is pretty unique. So some cities have greenway uh, networks like we do, um, but very few of them have something that's di- connecting this many different neighborhoods together. Um, So we're excited. We are learning from many of our peers across the country. Um, But I think a project of this scale and scope, including the kind of the way that the Greenway can be a catalyst for equitable economic development and public art and all these other types of things, that is that is unique. Well, it is so exciting, but it does take a village. And I know that you have several different partners, one of those Green Street St. Louis. And we have the founder and CEO of Green Street joining us, Phil Hulse. What does this all mean to you and your organization? Well, you know, it means a lot of positive things. And I think um, greenways allow people to connect, places to see that you normally don't see it's a great way to visit your city the greenway is and it's creating i think lots of excitement about what our future will be here in st louis and phil i know there are probably several people that don't know what green street st louis does so can you kind of give us a little background sure we we are an urban developer that focuses on our historic neighborhoods and bringing them back to life and so that means we're creating entertainment venues we're creating places to live into the work that are vibrant and exciting. And a few examples of that are Urban Chestnut, Rockwell Brewery, uh, Barquet, which is a new addition to St. Louis, which is a dog park entertainment venue with wonderful food and kind of a great, unique experience. And we're about here in the next year, be opening up Armory District, which is right across from City Foundry. Yeah. Can you tell me more about what's going to go into the Armory? I pass it every day on my way to work and uh, on my way home, and I cannot wait because I've heard rumblings that it might be pickleball courts or it might be indoor games. Do we have a plan for it? We do. So we did a pop-up with uh, Recess that now has kind of gone in a new direction that will involve entertainment, music, sports. So it'll have six different venues inside. So there's a wide array of opportunity to enjoy yourself out on an evening or during the day and but we're creating this music venue that will hold up to 5,500 people and at one point back in the 60s it was one of the key venues to host people like Grateful Dead, James Brown, Ike and Tina Turner and we're going to bring this back to life in that vein as well but we'll have sports from anywhere from bocce ball starts cornhole, all kinds of interactive games that really allow people to come together. It'll have a beer hall, restaurants. We'll have the Tennis Hall of Fame. So it'll be really a wide range of active things that help people really enjoy the city that we live in. And there really is so much history with that building. It's so uh, exciting that we didn't tear it down. Yes, 
Well, it's just part of a bigger project. We basically own everything from Grand going west all the way to Vandeventer. So we bought the famous bar Macy's Warehouse. That'll be office, retail, and residential. The armory will be entertainment. And then we're doing two mid-rise towers along Grand that will be allow it to be a live, work, play. And we're right at a Metrolink station, so it provides for great connectivity. It's along the Greenway, which we are super excited about and have been supportive since its concept came alive here through Great Rivers Greenway. So it's going to be very exciting to see how it complements City Foundry. Is then there a target going in over there too pretty soon? Yes, that's over on Michael Hamburg's development right off Shoto, just east of Grand. And that's another really great developer that's bringing kind of a new dimension to St. Louis where you can live, you can have retail, and you can work, and you can be part of the the Greenway that kind of brings people together and our community together in such vibrant ways and creates economic development. Phil and Emma, as a city resident, I feel like these are exactly the things that we need to kind of give downtown St. Louis a shot in the arm. I mean, is that part of the hope? Well, I think it will do more than that. I think it will put us (laughs) on the map nationally, and I think it will allow us to really attract and keep the young people that come through our university, our medical centers, and into Cortex to say, this is where I want to live, and they don't leave our wonderful city and go off back to Chicago, New York, San Francisco. St. Louis is going to be that place that is affordable, wonderful, and got a great history and has these great connections through the Greenway. So, Emma, let's go back to the Brickline Greenway for a second. And, I mean, how many meetings and groups do you put together to kind of figure out how to map this thing out? Thousands. (laughs) We have had lots of different types of civic engagement over the last really four years, four or five years, um, as this project has come to life. So, um, and Phil and Green Street have been one of those partners that have, have been on some of our working groups. You know, the, the committees and, and groups that we put together are both residents from the neighborhoods, you know, community leaders, nonprofit organizations, small business, developers, philanthropists, you know, city officials, all getting together at the same table to have those decision-making. So we've really been trying to have the community drive the conversation about what they want to see. You know, Phil mentioned having, you know, bringing new people to St. Louis and, and keeping, you know, folks that might um, graduate and move away. And we also want to make sure that the Greenway is a catalyst for opportunities for people who are here now. So it's really a mix of, you know, improving quality of life for folks who are here as well as attracting and retaining, um, you know, new people to the city as well. You know, it used to be that if you lived downtown or even near downtown, like where Heidi lives in Lafayette Square, uh, and you needed to go to the grocery store or you wanted to go to Target, you'd had to drive to the outskirts of the city or even, dare I say, the county. Now you can ride your bike to one. That's the dream. (laughs) Or a combination, right, of Greenway plus public transportation. You know, we have these Metrolink and Metrobus routes, but hopefully the Greenway can help to fill in, you know, the the quarter mile or half mile in between some of those stops to, to get people to work or home or school or grocery store, wherever they'd like to go, even just visiting a friend or taking a walk. Sure. We're talking to Emma Clues with Great Rivers Greenway and Phil Hulse, founder and CEO of Green Street St. Louis. Phil, what excites you most about the Brickline Greenway and how uh, it will work with your projects? Well, I think uh, I'm excited on so many different levels, but mainly it's going to create a connection between our people that live in the city and the neighborhoods that 
that we all tend to get a little bit isolated in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can go from Tower Grove Park all the way up to Fairgrounds Park and do it in a safe, dedicated bike lane or pedestrian lane. You'll have artwork, you know, different public venues to stop at and enjoy. It'll also go from Forest Park all the way downtown. So what you're going to be able to do is experience their city in such a different way, in such a fun way that allows you to really take it all in. And you can't do that in a car like you can on a bike or by foot. And, you know, we're engaging a lot of local artists. So there'll be some really creative elements to it, particularly along these really public spaces like the MLS Stadium. You know, Damon Davis is going to be a big instrumental piece of creating art that tells a story about Mill Creek Valley. And that'll be the case all along this trail, using local artists, using talent, and allowing people to really express themselves and come together and really have more of a connection in our city than being isolated in our own separate neighborhoods. So connectivity, economic development, excitement that will really kind of turn this city into a place that you want to be and visit. Anyone who knows me knows that patience is not one of my virtues. So I'm dying to know, like, when will we see the first kind of uh, brick line extension? When will we see the Armory District and be able to enjoy it? Well, Phil, well, you go I ahead can and talk about the Armory, and then I'll explain the Green Lane. Sure. So the Armory will be open next uh, fall. It's under construction right now. We're spending about almost $30 million in the renovation inside the building. So it will be be open for business October, November of 2022. So that's that's right around the corner, and we've got all of our financing in place. It's under construction, and we're super excited about making some announcements about some of the front-end entertainment. So I can't wait. And what did you fill in the swimming pool? What did you do with that? Uh, we did, but we're creating lots of other pieces to that building that really capture the history. The Tennis Hall of Fame will be there. We'll have a speakeasy. We'll have a rooftop venue for music and entertainment. We'll have restaurants inside, a beer garden, and we'll have a whole host of activities that relate to sports and activities that will bring you back over and over again, along with incredible music that speaks to the history of the talent that's come through St. Louis and does throughout the year. Awesome. And then, Emma, as far as the brick line? Yeah, there's lots of different segments that are in design and planning now um, with community engagement informing along the way. So the, the piece that we'll probably see the construction on the quickest is, um, as Phil mentioned earlier, right there at the St. Louis City SC Soccer Stadium. So the Market Street segment of the Brookline Greenway will happen the, probably the soonest in terms of being completed, the first little bit of it. So it will certainly be open by the time they have their first game in spring of 2023. Uh, and then there are other portions that are moving forward from Fairground Park um, coming south on Grand to about Page. We just got a, a $15 million transportation grant from the federal government. So we're excited about that one. And that one should go into construction in 2025. So there's still planning and, you know, design work to do with the community. But we're excited to sort of have that runway laid out in front of us. Um, and then the third piece of it is along the Metrolink corridor uh, between, like, the Cortex station and the Grand station. Um, and, again, that also has some federal funding and will go into construction in 2024. So it feels like it's a long way off, but time will fly. That's true. 
So times have changed, and a lot of cities have kind of lamented their interstates that run right through town. Uh, I always talk about Boston's Big Dig project where they buried their interstate uh, because, it, you know, it kind of is an eyesore. And if you look at Highway 40, it really does kind of cut off downtown St. Louis from uh, South City and Soulard. And it's really nice to see that you guys are trying to make a route that connects all of these places without having to jump on one of those interstates. That being said, Phil, the Armory and the Foundry, two really cool projects, are separated by that big interstate. Any plans to connect them with a walkway or something? There is. So through the efforts of Great Rivers Greenway and all of the sponsors here, we are doing um, design and review of how to make a connection. And we were looking at several different options, but we're looking at going back to Spring Avenue, which is at the east end of City Foundry and right to the west of the Armory. And that would be an elevated connector that would tie us together. But in the interim, as uh, Emma was mentioning, the Greenway will run along the Metrolink. So from Cortex into Grand Center, it'll run along that Metro uh, Metrolink right away. And then if you go into City Foundry, there'll be a split right at Ikea that runs east into City Foundry. So those will be the two first that occur before the bridge because the bridge is a very costly uh, expenditure, but it's something that takes a lot of planning and approvals, both from MoDOT, federal government, and local authorities. So there will be a connection between Grand and Cortex. And then you can go back to that Y right at Vandeventer and you could split and come back over to City Foundry and go north up through the Grand Art District all the way to Fairgrounds Park, which uh, is has been a big part of what we want to accomplish here is that equity and kind of corridor of op- economic opportunity that comes down to this midtown to create jobs for everybody to participate in. Well, there is so much to be excited about. Emma, Phil, thank you so much for joining us and keep us up to date. Thank you. Will do. Thank you.